It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Need more data? Check out koganmobile.co.nz for great data savings. Hurry into Chemist Warehouse and find Lynx Body Wash Africa 1 litre for only $11.99. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Can we skip to the good part? Fraction full, and that will be put away. The outfield has been quick all day. First ball boundary. Too full again. Too full from Oaks. That is right in the slot. Here's Wood again over the wicket. Straight down the ground. That is just imperious. Eight rows back. And that is 50 for the young man. On World Cup debut, how special. Well, we've seen an array of fantastic strokes, and it takes this partnership to 150. First hundred of this 2023 World Cup falls to Devon Conway. There's complete silence in this ground. Only belatedly have the crowd recognised that they've witnessed a quite magnificent hundred. Away goes. That is a special innings on a special night for a young superstar. Quite brilliant. Quite astonishingly brilliant. I mean, New Zealand, some of them would have gone to bed last night thinking, gee, if we could knock over England, this would be great. Without Danny Williamson, but I don't think any of them would have, in their wildest dreams, imagined an annihilation like this. I don't think anyone around the cricket world would have seen this. And that's it. An unbeaten partnership of 273 will take New Zealand home. They win by nine wickets. Devon Conway, 152 not out. And young Rachin Ravindra. The world will take note of this boy. The name, 123 from 96 on debut. Without Tim Sowley there, injured. Without Lockie Ferguson today, injured. Without Kane Williamson, injured. They were down to the bare bones going into game one. And somehow they've pulled out a performance which has shocked this tournament and it's only the first day and night. And it will have shocked the world, really. Yes, welcome in Aotearoa. Tizzy and Kempe for breakfast. And if you haven't heard, the Black Caps have sent England packing back to the old dart by smashing them on nine wickets last night. And that voice on the radio... 
Mr. Ian Smith back there calling his number one game, the cricket, and saying it was the shock of the century. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, the first game of the of the tournament, yet England being picked to win this tournament, getting absolutely smashed off, off the park. If you haven't heard, Devin Conway, 152, not out. Uh, Ravindra, 123, not out. Absolutely annihilating England, who were all bowled out for, uh, what was that, uh, target 282 for nine, um, which finished up New Zealand, the Black Caps, dominating that cricket. It's me this morning because there's no Izzy. He's on uh, Daddy Daycare, actually, and he's got his young Tamariki, which he's taking back down to Otatahi today. And uh, joining me in the hot seat, we've got Captain K. Keza. Oh, hey, morning, go, Uncle. Morning, Uncle. I bet so many people would have got ex- excited out there when you said joining me today. Only to hear Captain K. Yes, I am here, uh, filling in for Rick Dog, <laughs> filling in for Izzy, which means filling in for me in the kitchen is Rabinho. What a intro, Robbie. Jeepers, it gets you going, doesn't it, Kevin? It's finally here, the Cricket World Cup. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, you can't have anyone better on the cutter than uh, Robbie when it's cricket, because he knows it inside out. Rob, what, what, what are you thinking, mate? How are you feeling after the Black Caps taking that one, uh, the first game? Because Smithy, Smithy said just, just before um, we came on air there, here that he didn't think they were down to their bare bones that they'd actually get this job done. Yeah, I'm over the moon, Kempe. Um, well, well, yeah, well, sound it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, full credit yeah. to the England team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we went out there and uh, put in a performance on the pitch. You sound uh, like Brad Webber, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot speak. I prefer not to speak. I'll get in trouble. I was not there. What was, what um, was most impressive about that win for you, Rob? Oh, just just the adjustment to to the conditions. Um, I think Smithy said it on the commentary. I, I think um, the fact that we weren't too affected by the rain really helped us. Um, a lot a lot of teams had their, had their games rained out, and we were affected in that second warm up against South Africa. But to be able to put like two comprehensive batting performances together in the warm-ups. Um, obviously, Conway has that IPL experience, which would have really helped him. And, um, yeah, as, as Smithy said, um, you know, I, I, I went to bed thinking this would be what a start to the tournament this will be, you know, waking up with the the good news that we beat England. And to beat them like that is, oh, I don't Rob, even know what to say. Robbie Young, Ratch and Ravindra. What a guy! What a what a bloke! Oh, well, it, was that his first World Cup appearance and getting an unbeaten hundred? Correct. 100? Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've been saying it. Who, who would have guessed? You you bat him where he actually wants wants to bat and usually bats and he can actually do something. You know, we normally bat him at like eight and barely bowl him. So why is he in the team if he's doing that? But yeah, he he should be opening or at three if you're going to really take the most of his potential. And, it, that was where I was going, Robbie. No Williamson, no Southey, no Ferguson. Williamson's the one for me that, you know, is going to be uh, my sort of make or break. Obviously, the captain of the team, he's got such a big impact on and off the pitch, but it's on the pitch where he shines. If Kane's ready to go, does Will Young, and we, we haven't spoken about poor old Will Young in the middle of that brilliant scorecard getting the duck, uh, very yeah. unfortunate result, does Ratchin move into the openers? Yeah, I don't, I don't think Will Young wants us to um, wants us to talk about no, that No, either. it's not about <laughs> him today. <laughs> no, no. Um, no, again, a bit like Brad Webber. Hey, um, is it, uh, was it, Robbie, what was I going to say? What about the wicket, mate? Like, is it a batter's wick, uh, cricket wicket? 
because the, the way that they just demolished the English last night, um, I know that the English didn't bat that well. They were all ball, uh, bowled out. But for the Kiwis, and not having those players, you know, those top players in our side, Williamson, um, just like what Kez said, is it, is it sort of suited more to us than it is to anyone else? Yeah, well, it's 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 hard to say. Like the the wickets are, you know, chopping and changing. They're they're very different. India is typically um, a lot a lot more spin friendly um, with the ball. Uh, but yeah, but bowling first was definitely the right call. It was a really good toss to win, um, just so we could you know get an idea of how that pitch was going to play in our chase. Uh, but yeah, I I started watching. You know, Johnny Bairstow, Dawid Milan came out, opened the batting. Trent bowled opening, good first ball. Then Bairstow smacks him for six off the second ball so I went to bed um, so, so that was that was that was um, that was my experience of watching it obviously needing to be up here but yeah just be, being able to put that together with the bat obviously it was a slightly better batting wicket and obviously we didn't need to take too many risks having to only chase 280 we knew I mean we, we batted Mitchell Santner is a pure rounder he batted nine we had Henry and Bolt where our specialist bowlers ten and eleven, we we dropped Sodi, um, which I really didn't think was a good call, but our but our um, part time spinners definitely got the job done, um, and yeah, it proved a really good call in the end. That's that's unbelievable. So plenty to go. Still got plenty of fresh blokes too. Here we've got a shortened show for you today because we've got Dan Mc, uh, McCarty and Christian Cullen coming up calling the All Blacks Uruguay game at seven thirty. So uh, let us know where you are this morning. Text us on our Temper Bed Post text machine double eight double three. Where you're listening from um, the place, of course, where that is, whether you're down on Ōtutahi, the deep south, or the far north up in Kirikiri. And what you're doing, are you out walking, are you milking the cows? I always think about the boys out there in the sheds and how you're listening, whether you're not, you're listening, obviously, on your wireless or you're, uh, you've downloaded the SEN app, and you know, like my, my nephew does up in England, who I talked to this morning at five o'clock, listens in on uh, all the potties. And uh, and the show every morning um, from the far, well, I guess the f- the furthest uh, place we can head to, which is up in England. Kez has never been there yet. He was telling me this morning that he wants to head there. Who am I? Clue number one. And don't forget, you can pick up a hundred dollar Adidas golf voucher from Getaway with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz forward slash getaway underscore with underscore golf. T's and C's apply. Here's our clue number one. I've been to the Commonwealth Games once. It's actually a toughie. Even Rob couldn't get this. I am a bronze medalist. I went to Westlake High School where I excelled in my chosen sport and I've played over 400 games in my career. That's your clue number one for that Adidas getaway. But we've actually already covered off the first uh, topic here, Rob Dog. Let's uh, go to um, the rest of it eh, and see what we've got here to look at. Round one. Fight with round one. Well, we talked about the <laughs> Black Caps' red hot um, victory. Cares. What do you What do you think? I, I said to Laura McCaldrick yesterday that you could actually lose up the three games in that round robin and still get through and play in the final. Do you think they made a statement here, the Black Caps, and uh, every other team in the tournament will be looking over their shoulder, going, "Wow, they haven't even got their best team out here yet." A hundred percent. You know, you couldn't really dream up a better first game. I mean, especially of the tournament. You know, so all eyes would have been on the Black Caps, and for them to go out there and deliver. I mean, I, I almost expected it. I've got this sort of, and I feel like the Black Caps sort of have this aura around tournament play where, you know, we, we I almost feel like we're going to get to the semi-final every time. It's about whether we can win the thing. And with a statement win like that, and we've still got so many players available to be selected, you know, when the time is right, 
I think it's a very exciting time for New Zealand cricket. Yeah, yeah. Look, for me, I think they're probably the best tournament um, team in our nationals out of our national I teams think so. because they continually every year head to tournaments and perform. And and I read a, a little brief on the the Black Caps yesterday. So and this is it was really short. So it went through every team and it was giving them their full dossier of how they're going to um, get this done. And basically for the Black Caps, it just said, well, they're a great tournament team. Let's see if they can do it again. And uh, by the looks of what happened last night, um, Rob, Kez, it looks like they're on a on a, a hot run already, nice and early. And uh, I'll tell you one person who would be really happy about that is Kane Williamson because he gets a rest again with that knee. And do you think, do you think Rob, that they put him in the next one? Um, it, very, very dependent on how he's feeling, obviously. Boring answer. Um, but we are playing the Netherlands. You would say it's definitely our easiest game of the tournament. Um, we got Bangladesh and Afghanistan after that, which, again, you'd normally say were slightly easier, but in subcontinent conditions, you really never know. Um, there's there's not really anyone you can count out in this tournament. Let's go to round number two. Round two. Yes, we're talking about the All Blacks versus Uruguay this morning at 7.30. Kez, Give us your thoughts on that. Uh, yeah, after the ninety-seven points shellocking, uh, ninety-six to seventeen, it was against Italy. You'd have to think, you know, Italy being in the in the Six Nations, that Uruguay are a bit further down the ladder. Do they get a hundred today? Ah, uh, oh, jeepers! I guess that's always the question. Um, I think it's definitely in the realm of possibility that they get a hundred. But for me, can be it's having Uruguay for the first time. I think that's going to be to their advantage, you know. I think it's going to take the All Blacks a few minutes. This is, this is unbelievable that I'm saying this, maybe four or five minutes. Uh, but to work out the, the Uruguayan team, and, and teams like Uruguay, they have the chance to take risks, uh, switch things up, you know, and, and play a, a style of defence that, you know, the All Blacks sort of won't be expecting. But in terms of the All Blacks squad, I know that we've talked about it quite large this week around um, the players that, that are going to be out there in the 23 and that we wanted a bit of complacency. I think it's good, the team that we've selected, in terms of, I think this is a lot of these players' last chance. Yeah. And when I say that, I'm talking about Caleb Clark being named at 23. Look, Caleb Clark, who who's had a sort of subpar super rugby season, come into this All Blacks environment, people haven't been too impressed with him this year. He hasn't really gotten a chance at this World Cup to step up and show out, but when you're talking about the likes of wingers of, of Leicester Fyinganuku, uh, Mark Talia, Will Jordan, uh, who is going to be starting on the right wing again. It's just too much form f- for these guys like Caleb Clark. So I think starting, uh, sorry, not starting him, having him come off the bench at, at 23 is sort of uh, Fozzie's sort of last test for him. Mm. I think it's going to be really important uh, games for Cam Roygaard and Damien McKenzie. Those are my two standout players. Damien McKenzie starting at 15, Cam Roygaard starting at 9, who impressed once again uh, off the bench last week. Uh, and and I think the same thing goes for Finlay Christie. This is Finlay's Christie's uh, a chance to stand up and say, hey, I'm actually the, the second choice number nine here, not you, Mr. Newboy Cam Roygaard, who seems to be the hottest player out on the park, doesn't he, Kempe, in terms of uh, double Can eight, score double three, try. who's out there. And, and jeepers, he's got legs on him, that boy can run too. So it's uh, it, it, look, I, I think 100's definitely in the realm of, of possibility. I think it's going to be a 90 plus. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, for me, it's whether can Uruguay find the chalk. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, Kez, that um, 
a last chance saloon for for a number of players here going into what's going to be a, a hell of a quarter final um, up against Ireland. Um, but for me, it's more about how how do they mitigate the risks this morning? Because one thing you don't want to do, and you've got Sam Kane back um, in the sign here which hopefully he's going to get through unscathed because he's hasn't got through a couple of games uh, leading into the World Cup. Um, but it's the risk of, of losing players. And as we've seen through a couple of the, the, the prelim games here, they've really cracked down on these red cards and stuff like that. So you'd, you'd hate to think that a key player uh, gets red carded in this game today and misses the next one. Um, Almost feel like a waste. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, for me, I think this, this morning... I think a lot of that will be playing in, a, in the back of a lot of players' minds, um, and there's no way in the world that they're going to put themselves in that position. I think they're going to be way too good. I think you know there's a couple of really good texts yesterday in and around Kempe's kicker. Um, I'm kicking myself now for not picking the cricket one. Uh, I think one was at five dollars <laughs> for 100. Both teams to score 175 runs, uh, but there was another one for a couple of players to score hat tricks. Uh, Damien McKenzie, I think, is a, a special today uh, to score um, a. A hat trick and and possibly another player. Do you think Geordie finds the chalk at all? Uh yeah, I do. I think I think Geordie um, Barrett. You know the way that the way that Geordie Barrett runs off a short ball and hits those lines. I think you know they they can defend that early, but they can't defend that for eighty minutes. Well, here you go, TAB gamble responsibly. Four dollar power play. Damian McKenzie and Geordie Barrett four plus tries combined. So if you think D Mac's going to get a hat trick and Geordie can just find that's the good, one, that's a good bet. Or D Mac can pull four uh, out of his fifteen jersey at fullback, four dollars, not a four bad bucks. shot at all. I was telling you this morning, Kimpy, there's a few good options here on the TAB. Lucky uh, Paulie Moati doesn't work on Friday and it's too early for Pip. Otherwise, I think I'd be sitting here for hours. Yeah, well, don't forget you can tune into Daniel McCarty and Christian Cullen. Be calling that game from seven thirty on SCNZ. Round three. Well, the Breakers last night they got the they got the job done in round one against the uh, the Taipans, the Kens Taipans, and looked very good. But they fell overnight in a in a pretty tough match. I th- and I'm talking tough. If you watch the game, uh, I thought some of the umpiring was was pretty average, kids. And when you're looking at the NBA NBL, I think the main difference in the game. Um, at the moment, is actually how tough and physical it is. What did you make of it? I'm loving the NBL, QP, and I think over the last three, uh, maybe four years, the NBL has risen to this level that we've we've just never seen it. And you're right, it is it is a lot more uh, physical in terms of what the referees are and aren't calling. And when you're comparing the NBL and the NBA, it's like apples and oranges. Yep. You know, they're two they're two very different products. But I think, look, I'm very impressed with this Breakers team and what they've been able to do in just the two games. Yes, they lost last night, but there was shot, uh, and they did uh, seem to go down <laughs> going into every quarter, minus the fourth uh, where it matters. But it's a really impressive Breakers team, and it's it's hard to live up, especially coming off the back of a grand final run, Kempe. And, and Modi Mayor is, is a is a masterclass of a coach. Is it when they animated on the sideline last oh, night? Mate, he just he's just <laughs> one of those guys that you know you just love to sit and sit and watch him. You'd go courtside just to watch Modi Mayor. You know, his, he is exactly what we need uh, around the New Zealand basketball environment. Someone who you know will has given his life to the game of basketball. Someone who cares about these players like they like they're his own family you know and and bringing back the likes of Will McDowell White just shows the sort of relationship that Modi's built with these players and these individuals the trust that he has in them and I think for the first time in a long time the breakers over the last two years have had a group of 
uh, I'm going to say eight to ten players who can get on the court at any time and and, and they do, provide they do for look Modi. Good. Yeah, yeah. But you watched the game, Kippy. Yeah, so I did. So what did you think of it? Because Jeepers, that last shot. I'll tell you, Tom Abercrombie couldn't have defended it any better, so and that just killed the momentum. Well, the four it? the four hundred man Tom Abercrombie um, skipped the side last night, and 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 it's still very good. I th- look, I think Parker Jackson Carwright. Um, who who gets him up the court and and is so quick around it is very very good. Um, Zylan Cheatham he said before the game that it was going to be physical. I just thought they were out physical uh, last night. But we're going to talk to Casey Frank coming up after seven o'clock uh, about the breakers and their start of the season and get his thoughts on what their um, chances are of going again to the finals this year. Um, but we'll catch up with him uh, like I said after seven. We've also got Al Sharrett coming in for our Love Racing today. He's got six runners down in Howard on Saturday and they all look like a decent shot. He'll give us an update on that. Um, but at the moment, you're listening to Izzy and Kippy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.